We take it to the hardwood. First one to the gym. First one to the books. These picks practically make themselves. The ball doesn't like. There is no off-season. This is goalpost gambling, hoops and hardwood style. Welcome back to another episode of the Goalpost Gambling Podcast, Hoops and Hardwood Edition. Big Money Justin returns and joins us here after a bout with food poisoning. What was it that you think uh, made you so ill? Well, Nick, it's great to be back on the Goalpost Gambling Podcast, and I'm here to <laughs> so say that I had food poisoning, and let's find out what the food poisoning was. It was what Alabama was cooking. Thank you. It, it was indeed. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's been it's been a rough time for goalposts, a rough time for gambling. <laughs> Damn. So you haven't watched a ton of the games, have you? Since you've been out a little bit, uh, but it has been insane. Elite Eight and Sweet Sixteen. What uh? What was the last thing you remember before you went to the cryo chamber? Um, darkness, screaming. This is this is dark. Brackets crumbling. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I think uh, when was it? All the brackets got busted. Um, I think, I think it was within the first round. I don't think anyone made it out of uh, sixty-four. Did they? Mm. It was. It was either. Either the first round or very beginning of the second round, there was nothing left. I'm going to knock on the wood right here, the hardwood. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still have my tournament champ remaining. I know. It's uh, quite impressive. They are, they are currently the longest odds to win the championship still. But, I mean, people keep doubting Miami. And Miami, which was your pick, has been very good. And they've been surprising and they've been well coached. And uh, they came out with a, a dominating win on Friday over I'm, Houston. I've got a um, got a reason here why I think they might upset Texas, and if they do that, I think that might be the toughest game uh, potentially that they will play. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. UConn is UConn the favorite at this point? Is it UConn's tournament to lose now? As a four seed, what were they doing? Giving UConn a four seed. I don't. I mean, not a lot of people believe in them, but they are. They are, like you said, they are the shortest odds right now. They're player plus one fifteen to win the tournament, which is which is pretty crazy considering how how wild this tournament has been. But they've played extremely well. They've they've shot the lights out and uh, Gonzaga after that epic win against UCLA, UCLA just fall flat on their face against UConn. UConn took them to town. They did. Is yeah. that an expression? Took them to task. Took them to town. Yeah, they took them. They took them to town. They said, "Get in." They opened the door for him. You know, typical Uber rate. The pound town, right? What? Took them to pound town. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think it counts on the Gold Post Gambling Podcast. It does. I don't know, man. I, I'm still not convinced. I, I don't know. Like, Gonzaga, I, I did not like coming into this. 
given that their conference is so weak, they really did not have that many quality wins this season. Um, I mean, when you get through the whole season beating up on BYU, Portland, and Pacific, uh, I think that there's a lot that can be said about your strength of schedule. And in the tournament, really, for Gonzaga, that only solid win was against UCLA. And it really was a game that they should have lost. UCLA was winning pretty heavily and then just fell apart. That one, to me, was more of a fault on the UCLA side than it was Gonzaga pulling something out. Gonzaga I mean, almost they, gave a game away on top of that. Huh? And if Gonzaga almost gave a game away on top of that. Exactly. And, I mean, so their only really impressive win in a long time this year came in the tournament, and that was against TCU. And that was only a three-point victory. So I don't know that I was ever sold on Gonzaga. I don't want to make a bigger deal of it than it is that uh, UConn destroyed them. I think UConn is a 1-2 seed uh, if we reseed the tournament. So I'm not really surprised by this, but I don't think that it means that UConn is, is at the helm here and it's their tournament to lose. Do you agree or do you disagree? You think they are uh, literally the favorites, not just the betting favorites, but really the favorites to win this thing, realistically? Yeah, I mean, I, I think UConn is the best team, but, I mean, it's... Really? Whole, yeah. It's, but it's, it's been so hard to pick this entire time, so like I can't put that much confidence in it. But if I had to pick a team, it'd, it'd probably be UConn right now. Dang. I mean, I like them. I like them a lot. Sonago's been great uh, in terms of his production, especially on prize picks and underdog. He's been on fire. He's been getting it done for us. But I don't know. I think the Miami-Texas game, I think the winner of that is your strongest team. I think Texas is is loaded, and I think Miami just has such a good pace, and I don't know that any of the other teams can really keep up. Um, if they get a shot at, like, uh, I don't know, if they get a shot, who would come out of this? Let me see the bracket. Let me pull this up. Why don't it show me? I just want to see my bracket here. So the way that this shakes out now, is um let's go back here in the bracket. So today we've got San Diego State playing Creighton. The winner of that will play FAU, who just upset Kansas State. The winner of that game will then play either UConn or Miami or Texas. So we're down to really like uh we're down to six teams really at this point before our uh, second Elite Eight contest tips off today. So either FAU, UConn, Miami, Texas, no. On one side, it's either going to be FAU or San Diego State Creighton. The other side, it'll be UConn or Texas and Miami. Pretty early on, Kansas got booted, so we knew that we would get a new champion. But man, we don't have any one seeds remaining. The highest seed that we have right now is we have a two. And we have two threes, and then we've got a five, a six, and uh, a nine and a four. Yeah, just one three now that um, Gonzaga's lost. No. I'm looking at the teams in the late eight. Scratch that. At any rate, though, it is insane that FAU is going to be playing in the final four 
and that we're either going to get them or Creighton and San Diego. Which is, that's going to be very interesting. We're either going to have a 9, a 6, or a 5 seed on one side. And then on the other, we're either going to have a 4 or a 2 and a 5. But let's uh, let's recap some of the Sweet 16 Elite 8 action, since we haven't been on in a minute. And we'll circle back around here to uh, current games today and possible futures. The Sweet 16 was a, was an interesting time. Um, I think we had the best game of the tournament in the Michigan State-Kansas State overtime contest. To me, that was the best game that I've seen. Do you agree, or do you have a different game that really stood out to you? I mean, I think I think UCLA and Gonzaga was is, was the classic. Those two teams it get was. together it always seems to be a classic. And then, yeah, Michigan State-Kansas State was pretty spectacular. I thought that the game might go to the second overtime. I kind of wanted that. But uh, Michigan State got the ball last and completely forgot how to play basketball and forgot that you had to shoot the ball towards the hoop to score points and did not get a shot off at all. But regardless, uh, Norwell had a career game with 18 assists, like 20 points, and it was just it was just an incredible game back and forth the entire time. And uh, you know, through some of the the sloggier games or some of the blowouts, it, that was a nice game to see. I mean, that's that's what uh. March basketball is all about that. That was that was a classic in my, in my mind, and yeah. Kansas State ended up losing to FAU, unfortunately. But uh, they they had a good run. They did, they did, and that was that was like you said, an insane performance from Nowell and the rest of the Kansas State crew. Uh, he's quite undersized. I think he's five ten, but I mean he is not playing around. He is a very very solid score. I hope he gets a shot at the next level, but. Yeah, KSU legend uh, for now. I have to give uh, I have to give him and Kansas State a star for that one though. They can they can get the third star here. Um, yeah, the, did you did you see the play where he looked at the coach and faked an argument, and the next thing you know, uh, they're getting an alley oop dunk. Hey, that that was great. They did that. That was insane. That was one of the moments of the tournament. I think. Yeah, that was an NFL tactic they they do sometimes. Seeing receivers or quarterbacks do that, that was that yeah, was really yeah, cool. They do I've that never in the seen NFL. That. Sometimes I, guys will like call for the fair catch, and then you know they'll alley oop it through the goalpost. And whoa, you know, no, I didn't say all that. I just said like receivers or quarterbacks talk to the sideline and confuse. I mean, sure. you, you don't really see that at the at, in college basketball. So that was that was a really cool trick. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen was excellent though. Between that game and then later on that night, the Gonzaga UCLA late game, that was nuts. Um, and the following day, second day of the Sweet 16, Alabama got cooked by San Diego State. San Diego State now uh, playing today against Creighton. But that was a, that was a wild matchup here. Um, who was it? Brandon Miller? Um, one of the most touted freshmen. Um, of, of course, there's a pretty big story there with him. Uh, that That's kind of put a cloud over his career so far but regardless just focusing on on the court he's been insane he's been a absolute um you know game breaker for the tide and really pushing them forward this year he shot only three of 19 against that san diego state defense one of 10 for three scored nine points and 11 boards now normally and he's a guy that's projected to be in the top five maybe top three of the nba draft he's an 18 and 8 guy and San Diego State shut him down. Got to give a star to the San Diego State defense. I think that's what's going to get them over Creighton today. But 
Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so I'll give the second star to San Diego State's defense. Uh, another Sweet 16 matchup that we paid attention to was Miami. They beat up on Houston. Now, Houston we were a little bit low on. Uh, they were a one seed, but Sasser had been hurt. Uh, they'd been kind of banged up. And they hadn't really been tested in the year. And finally, Miami just steamrolls them. So we, we kind of figured this would come sooner or later. But it did come, and it, it came hard. And, of course, we get the action from yesterday. FAU beating Kansas State, ending that magical run, and then UConn beating up on Gonzaga. We've already talked about both of those. Let's uh, let's rate some of these futures real quick. And then we'll get into our game lines for this Sunday, this March Madness Sunday. Got a, a new espresso machine, finally. Oh, nice. <laughs> Just going to float that. No, it really is like, you know, when you think about it, five bucks a day, six bucks a day, seven, depending on what you're getting for a cup of coffee. I mean, you're getting killed. Uh, in a year, what is that? Five times thirty times twelve. You know, that's uh, eighteen hundred dollars. You know, so what if quick mass? What if you saved that eighteen hundred dollars? Right, just mm-hmm. made it at home with your brand new espresso machine, and you took that eight hundred, and let's say you put it on. Oh, I don't know. NBA Finals. Miami mm. to win the college basketball championship. Yeah. Well, you'd have $28,000. That's a, that's a good chunk of change right there. I mean, I don't know why their odds are so long. What is wrong with them? Why do they have such long odds, Justin? They're just trying to... They're just trying to uh deceive you nick don't don't fall they're trying for, to what don't fall for their deception they're just trying to deceive you oh yes of course it's because they have to play um texas and then they have to play yukon right yeah i mean i think i think texas is a it's a tough stop a yeah, tough they stop. they are but we're going to talk about this here in a minute okay now it is it is difficult if they beat texas then they have to go and beat yukon but if they do that i like them against san diego state I like them against FAU, and I like them against Creighton. Out of all these teams, I think Creighton is actually the weakest, and they have a chance to be in it. Uh, If they win against San Diego State, I think they roll over FAU. Um, So we'll we'll see, but I think Miami wins it if they get past uh, Texas and then UConn. Uh, UConn will be tougher. The next shortest odds are San Diego State. And I think this is actually our best value play. San Diego State plus 950. I like the Aztecs because I think they match up well against Creighton. I think they're going to dominate today. And then they would just have to beat FAU. It's going to be hard for me to pick against FAU again because I keep picking against them over and over again. And they keep winning. I mean, they could play the Fab Five and I'd probably... uh, have to pick them just so I don't look like an ass but in all honesty if we're still going to stay realistic and I'll keep you know taking this on the chin I see them losing to whoever wins the uh, the Creighton San Diego game and I think San Diego wins that I think they make the tournament 
So this is a team that I think has a very clear and well-cut path to the championship. So the Aztecs today, plus 950, that is a killer deal. That is a killer deal. Worst money line, uh, or not money line, um, worst future bet here. Uh, I, I'd say um, Connecticut. They're plus 120. Now, they only have to win two games, sure, but they have to take on Miami or Texas first. But hey, they might do it. They might win that game and then um, win the national championship against whoever comes out of those those three weaker teams. That could be the play. That could be the play, but I, I don't want to risk it for plus 120. The odds there are just terrible. Yeah, I mean, that, that price is tough. I mean, it just it just tells you that if UConn does make it to the championship, they're going to be massive favorites. Regardless of who it is on the other side, they're going to be massive favorites in the championship if they're already plus 120 here. And, I mean, I I think you're absolutely right. But I don't think it's a given. Like, it feels like it's very close, but I don't think it's a given. I, I really don't. Um, and even if they do make it, I wouldn't mind San Diego State pulling the upset. Um, I think they've got the pace and the defense to keep up with UConn, but who who's to say? Are there any uh, any that you like? Maybe Creighton's the worst. Fuck Creighton. I'm tired of Creighton. Well, I, I, I can't kind of, believe they've made it this far. I know. I kind of felt similarly, but they've grown on me a little bit. I think that uh, they're a pretty good team. They shoot the ball well. What do you make of FAU? Uh, like you, I doubted them like every single bra- every single part of the bracket, every single level. It's like I, St. Peter's I, last year. I, I doubted them, and you know, I think that that um that game against FDU, I think knocked them down a peg a little bit in the eyes of the betters and the spectators, because I mean, I think FDU was capable of winning that game. They held a little bit of a lead for a while. I mean, it was back and forth, and towards the end, it really came down to to, to F. Uh, FAU pulling away and, and 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 kind of kind of showing they, they were a better team, but the fact that they struggled with FDU, I think people were like, okay, it's it's not that serious. They're not that good, right? But I mean, they, they came out with with a very impressive win, and I mean, this team is is for real. I mean, they did a lot of work during regular season. They're big, they're athletic. I mean, I, I'm starting to like FAU. I mean, they, they they proved against Kansas State, you know, they they can hang with the big dogs. They can you know win a close game. I mean, they're they're for real. I mean, this is this is the beautiful thing about March, right? They've only lost three times this right. year. Right. Whole year. They've only lost three times. And if it weren't for the fact that so many teams get in, we may not have seen them. You know, we had, like, um, College of Charleston. They got destroyed by uh, San Diego State, didn't they? Uh, in the first first round. Yeah. I think that was who they... they, uh, they it wasn't just, destruction. But it wasn't destruction, but they did lose uh, ATS, yep. even though I thought they would win. Yep. So I have to remember all the losses. Me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> but Hofstra was in their conference, and Hofstra was a team that was on top of the conference for a while. They lost, you know, like five or four games this year, ultimately losing in their championship against College of Charleston. What would they have done in the tournament, Right. You never know. You never know. And so it's awesome to get a team like this in there, give them a chance, and it prove worthwhile. And on the other side, I mean, biggest disappointments of the tournament. You know, top three. Give me your top three. I handle the stars. You give me your biggest disappointments. Biggest disappointments? Yeah. 
uh, Purdue, Kansas, Alabama. Kansas? There you go. Yeah. What about Duke? I was no, really I knew Duke. Duke. I knew Duke was losing early. Really? I, I called that. I knew Duke wasn't going far. Really? Yeah, it's Duke. But they they had the squad this year. I don't care. It's Duke. Oh my God. They're the Cowboys. What about uh? What about Auburn? I was really on. Auburn. I wasn't on Auburn. I didn't care about Auburn. They lost to Houston. Houston was beatable. Houston was beatable, but I mean. Auburn wasn't all that. Looking back at some of these teams, some of these teams were so crazy in terms of their, their overseeding. Like, Marquette was a two. Yeah. You know, that's that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Virginia was four. Uh, I don't Arizona was a two. <laughs> some of these seeds were, we'll have to go back after the tournament and reseed everyone. Play it all out again. Yeah, why wasn't UCLA a number one seed? I think they're the best team to have lost so far in the tournament. Like, if one team got resurrected, I think it should be UCLA. They, that was more of what they did to themselves. But I don't know. I, I'd like them to hang with anybody. That was that was tough. Um, Creighton, San Diego State. I've already said it. I love, uh, I love San Diego State here. I think their speed, their athleticism, the defense that they bring... I think that that's just going to be too much for Creighton. Look at Creighton's wins this 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 tournament. Has any team had an easier path to the Elite Eight? Knock off NC State? Knock off Baylor? And then Princeton? Their games essentially got easier as they went on, in my opinion. Yeah, Baylor was, was really disappointing in that game, and, and Princeton had a great run, but I mean, Baylor was ragged this year. Yeah, I think their games went from hardest to easiest. Wins a win though. Hmm. Wins a win though. Sure. You can't control. Sure, your but I don't think they've been tested in a while. And San Diego State is going to test them. San Diego State beat College Charleston. We've already talked about that. Who was not a slouch? They won their conference and beat Hofstra for a reason. And then Furman, who upset Virginia, very talented team as well, represented SoCon. And then. Of course, number one seed in Alabama. San Diego State has been tested. You stop Brandon Miller, Clowney, and the rest of them, and now you have to deal with Cockrenner. I mean, I think they have the experience in this tournament that's going to help them. They're only allowing 57 points against per game, whereas Creighton is allowing 71. Uh, I think the Aztecs just just lock up Creighton here. I think they this is a low-scoring game. The under for this is 134, so that already tells you something. But I think this still goes under. I think San Diego State wins 71 to uh, 60. What do you like on this one? What's your What's your call? I have... Creighton on Bro. the money line. Bro. If you want to play a spread, you can play a spread, but Bro. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if I actually play this one because the, the juice on the money line isn't, isn't great. You shouldn't play this but one because you're wrong. Minus two and a half. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a close game, but I, I like creating this one. Bro, you can't just say you. You're so wrong. I. You know what? So when you guys 
go one-on-one, who wins? <laughs> I do. I, I just can't see it. You know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead and rock out with the minus two and a half. Oh, let's go. It's uh, I said minus two and a half. Go ahead, go ahead and, and get the, the two and a half, minus two and a half points. That's, that's still crazy to me, that San Diego State is getting points here. This one smells. This one smells. I don't know what Creighton's cooking, but I, I fear for your stomach's health. I do. I don't know. I'm, I'm putting this one on. Uh, I'm locking this one up. I don't care what you think. I, I have to dunk on you here. This has been a theme of the tournament, sneakily. Uh, this is my first star, actually. Uh, we'll circle back around to this. Poor sportsmanship. Poor sportsmanship is the first star of this tournament. I love it. I love it. No sportsmanship, no class. There were multiple games where guys were dunking at the last second. People were trying to cover the spread, potentially shooting threes. Who was it that rolled the ball down the court with like .6 seconds left just to take a three and, and break the spread? Oh, yeah, it was the uh, Gonzaga game against TCU. It was TCU that yeah, did that. TCU, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Who was it that dunked in the final seconds? I can't remember. Was that, uh, that wasn't FAU, was it? No, I don't think so. Ah, oh, God, we got to go back and look at that. Um, and then in addition to that, right, how about FDU, Fairly Dickinson? They literally said before the Purdue game, you're playing one of the best teams in the tournament, arguably the best player in the tournament. And what do they say? Oh, they're beatable. The more I look at them, the easier I think this is going to be. And what happens? They go out the next day and beat the shit out of them. Board sportsmanship is the uh, the key to this tournament. Uh, we even had, um, what did he say? The guy that almost broke the record. Uh, let me see if I can find this. Detroit Mercy's Anton Davis um, says that he was cheated out of his scoring record. Did you follow this story at all? Nope. Okay, so Detroit Mercy's Antoine Davis almost broke the NCAA's scoring record, uh, previously held by, guess who? Pete Maravich. Oh, wow. Um, I, I didn't know that Pistol Pete was going off like that, but I, I guess so. Uh, he probably played a lot more years than most of the best players. So the record is kind of cheesy. Like, if you're in college long enough to break the record, what does that really say about, you know, your talent level? Um, but, of course, no disrespect no disrespect at all. Antoine Davis, one of the best college scorers we've seen in a very long time. Um, but this is what he said uh, during the earlier rounds of the tournament. He said, I'm upset about it. I feel like I got cheated out of something that they can, that they can't get either. I feel like I got cheated out of something that they can't ever give back to me. I think it's selfish and weird that people emailed or called the CBA to say we shouldn't be in the tournament because they didn't want me to break the record. Um... So he's alleging that uh, people called in and talked to the attorney people and said, uh, you know, uh, don't put Detroit Mercy in. We don't want to see him break the record. I don't know if it runs that deep. I don't know if it runs that deep. Uh, would you count that as poor sportsmanship, that Detroit Mercy was not selected uh, to play in the tournament? Yeah, let the man get his record. But did Detroit Mercy really earn it? He was going to have. They were gonna stop the game, have his LeBron montage and everything, oh you know. I love him. I think he was a, a, a badass basketball player. 
Uh, he was so much fun to watch, and he was great. But Detroit Mercy lost their conference tournament. They lost to Youngstown State. They ended the season 14-19. and 19. I mean, are people really calling in to say, hey, don't let a 14-19 and 19 team in because we don't want to see the record broken? Did Pistol Pete have hush money on this? Maybe he did. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about this. Would you count that as poor sportsmanship? Genuinely. Poor sportsmanship. Ooh. Oh, I mean, seriously, though. Would you count that as a... Uh... Yes. I mean, I... If those are the rumors, if that's what he's heard, then that'd be crazy. That would be selfish and weird. Um, but those are very interesting comments. So, yeah, poor sportsmanship, I think, is the um, big winner in this tournament so far. No one's going to shake hands after games anymore. No more, you know, joking around in layup lines. It's all serious. It's all serious again. Rub it in after after every win. That's how we do it. Um, Miami and Texas, our second game of the day, 5 o'clock game. Texas favored in this one, minus 4. And I'm going to tell you why I think they actually may drop this game. Prize picks, uh, to my knowledge, did not avoid this. Underdog did not avoid it. Dylan DeSue. Texas's starting uh, center got injured about just a few minutes into the game against uh, Xavier. All right. Now, he is one of their leading rebounders. He is a great presence in the paint. Dylan DeSue is uh, averaging 8-4 and about a block a game. He played two minutes against Xavier, got a rebound, and went out. In their five-point, just five-point win over Penn State, he put up 28 points, two steals, an assist, and 10 boards. So double-doubled big time in that win against Penn State. He's a huge presence for them on the interior, and they didn't really need that, though, against Xavier, because Xavier, uh, without Fremantle, is just Jack Nunge. And, you know, he's fine, but he's kind of... He's kind of mid. He's kind of lanky and, you know, he can get pushed around a little bit. He gets boards, sure, but he's not an offensive threat uh, when it comes to playing against these guys. Four fouls, 11 and 15. He had a pretty good game without DeSue in the paint, but that's that's kind of uh, rare for him. You know, he only put up six against Marquette, only 10 against Kennesaw State. Um, so teams with some bigs uh, can stifle him at some points. I think that this is a huge loss for Xavier. I'm sorry, for Texas. Now, we don't know if he's playing or not. Let me see uh, what the latest is. Let me just check because I know it was day-to-day. It's still a game-time decision. Still game-time decision from what I see. He says, I feel better, um, but we don't know how better better is so if he's out with Norshad O'Meer in the paint for Miami I think this is too much on Timmy Allen and I think the Longhorns seriously hurt by his injury Miami getting plus four I think is is a steal here I'm not going to lock it but I love Miami plus four Um, I think that that is just a golden ticket there Miami and San Diego State both getting points uh, how can it be how can it be 
These are two of the, the best plays of the day. They're two of the only plays today. But if you're watching any more college basketball, then you've been keeping track of the NIT, which wraps up on Tuesday and Thursday of this week, this coming week. North Texas taking on Wisconsin. Utah Valley taking on UAB. I think you get two steals here as well. Take UAB minus the two and a half. Their backcourt is legendary. They've been on fire. Then take Wisconsin. Got a lot of seniors on that team that want to go and grab a championship, make this uh, pretty miserable season for the Badgers feel a little bit better. They've been doing a good job of it so far. Wisconsin plus one, UAB money line. Two good NIT plays just to throw in there for good measure. But we'll take the Longhorns to get upset by Miami today and Creighton to go down against San Diego State in that killer defense. We'll sign off and leave it here. Uh, we'll check back in, cash some of these futures bets, potentially San Diego State, hopefully Miami. When we come back, revisit this, the final four, just a few days away. Until then, we'll see you guys at the books. <laughs>